0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
1: Welcome back to the ballpark. The Blue Raiders are at Joe Maynard Field at Raymond Seahand Park on the campus of Austin P State University and. Glad you could join us for the Blue Raiders game against the Governors tonight.
2: We are set to go
1: and Cole Escher will lead off for the Blue Raiders. He's facing a right-hander, Nolan Oshone. Oshone is a freshman. He's from Clarksville, went to Clarksville Academy, making his first start on the season. He's had one outing in relief and has an 0-1 record. He is ready to go, and Escher slams the first pitch of the game right up the middle for a base hit. Cole Escher got a pitch he liked, line drive single to center field, and the Blue Raiders have the leadoff batter on.
2: Lopez.
3: Put it right back where it came from, and the first pitch of what is to be a nine game road swing, is uh successful
1: and cole in the lineup for the first time since fouling a ball off of his foot in the uh, opening game of the series at south alabama he's going to throw to second base a little offline and cole is safe in safely with a stolen base
3: well i don't think it was supposed to be a delayed steal bob but he got a late jump on it and then the throw was to the shortstop side of the bag and escher uh, actually got in pretty easily
1: yeah i was afraid with that jump that he might not make it, but the throw was, as you said, a little bit offline. Lopez took a ball, so one and oh with Fausto. Swing and a foul. So I'm talking, Cole fouled a, a ball off his left foot in the, Santa, the South Alabama opening game. And this is his first start. He did see action as a pinch hitter Sunday afternoon against Valparaiso. A ball and a strike with Lopez, a ground ball to deep short, nice play by the third shortstop to the third baseman covering and Escher is out at third base. So score at 6-5 and you know when that happens it's like that probably wasn't your best option if you're right. the base runner. <laughs> and it totally changes the complexion of the inning. That was not going to be an easy play at first base on Fausto Lopez, who gets down. The ball was actually hit to the shortstop's right, which made it a nice play, easy play in front of him. Escher was out by quite a bit at third base.
3: Yeah, your worst-case scenario was going to be one out and a runner at second.
1: So one out now and a runner at first. The batter is Jake Hagenow, batting in the number three slot here tonight. Fausto takes a throw over to first. He has stolen nine bases. Hagenow takes a curve and it's in there for a strike, strike one with Jake. Jake stands in at 227, a home run, four runs batted in. He's the designated hitter in this game for the Blue Raiders. Another throw to first. Ty Delancey, T.J. Foreman, and Skyler Luna. Outfield left to right for Austin P. Swing and a foul to the screen. Pretty good crowd gathering here, and uh, saw lots of uh, Royal Blue Middle Tennessee fans.
3: They were. uh, A lot of player families, I'm sure, made the trip to Clarksville. And... Just can't beat the
1: weather tonight. Very nice, 72 degrees at game time. now a swing and a miss at a high fastball and there are two outs. Now batting
2: the third baseman, number 13, Brett Coker.
1: Brett Coker is batting cleanup tonight for the Blue Raiders, he stands in. But at 2.05, a homer and four runs batted in for him. Throw to first. Lopez gets back in.
3: He's got a pretty good move going over there. He
1: does. It's a quick move. Uh, and Fausto has not had the really big lead. Has been able to read it to this point. Two outs he's at first. Pitch a strike to Coker. 327 down the line in right, 319 to left. It's 373 to the to left center field, 364 to right center, 392 to straightaway. Here's a curveball low, the throw to second, and safe on a close play. Number 10 for Fausto Lopez. He did a nice job of sliding around the back part of the bag, and that made the shortstop have to reach out, and he was not able to make the tag in time. So 10 stolen bases for Lopez now. A ball and a strike with Coker, an RBI opportunity. And he sends one into right field and it's gonna stay up for the out. Coker hits it on the nose, but a line drive to right. Takes care of the first, no runs and a hit and one left for the Blue Raiders. After half of an inning of play, it's the Blue Raiders nothing and the Governor's coming to bat. This is Middle Tennessee Baseball baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
4: Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU the University of Opportunities.
5: and Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services, don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis and Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. News, News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for
3: Blue
0: Raider sports.
3: Welcome back to Raymond Seahan Park in Clarksville. Those scores would go to the bottom half of the first. And as we do that, let's pause for station identification on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
0: The flagship station for Blue Raiders sports.
6: Conference USA champs, Raiders win the championship.
0: News Radio WGNS,
3: Murfreesboro. Chip Walters, Bob Jamison with you from the Queen City of Clarksville tonight as the Blue Raiders take on Austin P. Want to remind you, the email box is open tonight, radio at goblueraiders.com. That's radio at goblueraders.com. We'd love to hear from you.
2: So check in with us. Time to go to the bottom of the first. It'll be
3: the first three batters for Austin P., Gino Avros, TJ Foreman, and Jack Alexander.
1: And they'll be facing Justin Medlin. Justin, a lefty out of Ripley, Mississippi, and came to Middle Tennessee by way of Itawamba Community College his second year with the team and he is making his first start of the year. Has had just one appearance, one inning thus far in the season. And his first pitch line to left field. That's a base hit. Big turn at first, heading two and then putting on the brakes is Avros. So interesting, Chip. Each pitcher's first pitch line drive base hit.
3: Yep, absolutely and both hit well. Uh, one thing about probably need to mention that ball was hit down the left field line and there's some there's still some standing water in foul territory and what is the warning track, but I'm sure that that uh, in that very narrow strip of grass between the uh, the warning track and the foul line probably a little a little marshy out in that area.
1: Yeah, we were noticing uh, that they have a very nice looking infield here. Wondering why they didn't uh, do a little work down there. It, it's standing water. There's a high pop fly foul and out of play off the bat of T.J. Foreman. It, the strip of the puddle is probably about 40 feet long. It's only maybe th- four or five feet wide, and then there's. You can see that it's just a little bit of a puddling for another 30 feet. So it's, it's pretty substantial. Strike one with this hitter. T.J. Foreman is the batter. Hitting 238. Bats from the right side and takes the ball. One and one. Foreman made a bit of a trip to get here. He's from Camarillo, California. Outfield straight away for this hitter. Runner at first, Avros. That ball's hit to right center field, but Cole Escher will go to his right and make the catch for the first out of the inning. Fly ball to right field, one down. Runner still at first. Here's the catcher, Jack Alexander.
2: Jack
0: Alexander.
1: Alexander has started all 13 of the governor's games. He's the only player to have started all of them. There are several others that have appeared in 13. They got their conference play started last weekend. Well, just this weekend just passed uh, with Tennessee Tech. Lefty Justin Medlin working for the Blue Raiders. Fastball, it's down low. Blue Raiders a first inning hit, but nothing developed. Now, Austin P with a bottom of the first inning hit, a runner at first with one out. Ball two is high, two balls and no strikes. There's a slight hill behind center field and off to left center field, and actually some houses up in that area and a road that goes by. Pitch on the way, grounded to Lopez. He goes to Mabry for one, to Thomas for two, and that's a double play. Blue Raiders 6-4-3, and that takes care of Austin P. in the bottom of the first. No runs on a hit,
2: but nobody left on base, so we've played one, and there is
1: no score. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG
7: College.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
1: Bob Jamison with Chip Walters, and we're going to the top of the second inning. No score. Blue Raiders and Blue the governors Blue of Blue Austin Peay State University.
2: Inning, the first place number 14. Friday. Looking ahead to oh.
1: next weekend, the week while well, the weekend coming up, Memphis is The opponent for the Blue Raiders, single game at Memphis, the series at Memphis, Friday night, doubleheader Saturday, single game Sunday. The Lady Raiders basketball team will be in action Sunday afternoon, too, in the NCAA. Nolan Oshoni delivers to Bryson Thomas. Good curveball on the swing and a miss for strike one.
3: The game time for the Lady Raiders against Tennessee will be 1 o'clock. Still waiting to nail down for sure the venue. They're going to be in the San Antonio area. I've heard two different things. One at the Irwin Center at uh, University of Texas over in Austin might be a spot, but uh, trying to nail that down. Tony Stennett may be listening tonight, and I'm sure he can can get me straight on that.
1: And uh, we want to say hi to Dick Palmer tonight. He's... uh in his cell in San (laughs) Antonio.
3: He's holed up, just like everybody. (laughs) They're in quarantine and in isolation. And uh,
1: Thomas hits a high fly ball, well hit to center, but it'll stay in the park about a step shy of the warning track. The center fielder, Foreman, makes the catch. So Bryson making some good contact, a long fly ball out to start the second. Yeah, so everybody has their own room, and for two days, that's where you stay.
3: That's right. they bring your meals. They come and test you. You don't leave your room, and each, each team has their own floor in the hotel.
1: JT Mabry checked his swing on a breaking ball, and it's a ball one with JT. We ought to,
3: we ought to hook up with him on a Zoom call tonight on here and get his uh, input from, from uh, the Lone Star State.
1: pitch, Mabry hits this one to deep left field. It is going and it is gone. JT getting it all, his second home run of the season. And it puts the Blue Raiders in front, one to nothing. You know, Chip, we were talking about the team coming up and just the development that Mabry has shown from a kid right out of high school to a very, very mature player. And of course, with his dad being a big league player and a big league hitting instructor, he's probably had some instructions. And if um, certainly I'm sure dad would be quite proud of, of how well his son has developed. Here's Nathan Sanders swinging a miss for strike one. Well, it's
3: time to go home. Old South Properties, Tennessee's favorite home builder and official home builder of MTSU is this season's home run sponsor, And just like J.T. Mabry, they put the lumber to it. (laughs) Now,
1: we didn't get to use the home run sponsor last weekend. No no Blue Raider home runs. Sanders, a swing and a, a check swing foul, actually, up by the first base side. One and two with Nathan. A Mabry home run, and it's one to nothing Blue Raiders in the top of the second inning. Swing and a miss. Good high fastball. Sanders couldn't connect with it, so O'Shoney gets his second strikeout. Now the
2: catcher, and 23, Mason Spears.
1: follows giving up a home run, comes right back with a strikeout. Here's the catcher for the Blue Raiders tonight, Mason Spears. So with Hagenau and Spears in the lineup, the Blue Raiders need to make a change at catcher. They have briggs Rudder and Carter-Edge available as well. 1-0 pitch, swing and a foul tip, one and one. Uh, JT Mabry-Homer here in the top of the second inning. Light breeze at the ballpark, not any visible stirring from the flag in center field. 1-1 pitch, foul off his foot at the plate and out to third base, a strike two with Mason. He's batting with nobody on and two outs on deck is Hunter Sullivan.
3: And Spears is wearing that guard on his left foot. So he went right off that, right toward the third baseman, Navros.
1: Here's a one two pitch outside and low ball two and strike two. Two two with two outs. A pitch to Mason. Outside and low, ball three, and strike two. Spears bats from the right side, gets a full count pitch and a swing and a miss for strike three. So three strikeouts now for the Austin P. right-hander here in just the first couple of innings. But the Blue Raiders get the JT Mabry homer, so it's a run Run and a hit, no errors and nobody Nobody left on base. base. Middle of the second inning, Blue Raiders 1, Governors nothing, and this is Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
9: The Doubletree by Hilton Murfreesboro is the perfect place for your next close to home getaway for a change of pace or to plan your next event for 2021. Located just off I-24, 30 miles south of Nashville and situated only minutes from Middle Tennessee State University. With Hilton's clean stay and event ready initiatives in place, you can rest assured they're taking every precaution for you to have a safe and enjoyable stay. We'll make your stay an unforgettable experience. Don't forget the cookie.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: 1-0 Blue Raiders after the Mabry home run in the top of this you know, second and the inning. Austin P. gets set to gunnery. bat the in system, the bottom of the three, second against lefty Bobby. Justin hey. Medlin. Bobby Head, the shortstop, hits first. Had bats from the right side against the left-hander medlin hitting 237 a couple of homers five runs batted in in the early going first pitch bottom of the second outside for a ball head delancey and tipler for the governors in the bottom of the second inning Medlin's pitch, that's a strike. Good fastball, got the outside corner at the knees. Evens the count at one and one. Mostly cloudy as we're underway, but as we told you, very pleasant. Temperature 72. Lead-off batter up in the bottom of the second inning. 1-1 pitch. Bounce to third. Coker tries to... Scoop it, but is unable to, and the leadoff batter is on to start the bottom of the second inning.
0: Now batting for the governors, the left fielder, number 20, Todd
1: DeLancey. Here's the left fielder, Todd DeLancey.
3: See how they're going to score that. Uh, haven't decided yet. I mean, it would be a tough error, but also not sure how fair a hit would be
1: And it is an error. Yeah, it was not an easy play, no. but I, I would say that's that's uh, the correct call there. Not that it matters what I think, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even getting two cents for that opinion. Runner at first gets a throw. Head has stolen one base in, in one try. He's going, a ball tapped over the mound. Tough play for Lopez. Quick throw to first and out on a close play. My, was that a nice effort by the Blue Raiders shortstop. Well, he immediately
3: charged that ball and didn't let it play him for sure. And
1: made the exchange really
3: quick and made a great throw to first.
1: Yeah, I, I thought that that ball was infield single all over it. Fausto had other ideas. Head goes to second on the out. And he's there for Malcolm Tipler, the second baseman. Tipler is from Jackson, Tennessee. And as you would expect, and as you see with the Blue Raiders, a lot of uh, a lot of young men from the state playing for this team. Fastball outside, ball one. Tipler is a left-hand hitter batting 269. Hits with the runner at second base and one out in the bottom of the second inning. Medlin's pitch hitting. Breaking pitch didn't break and so A hit by pitch puts runners at first and second with one out
2: and brings up the first baseman, Matt
1: Jocelyn. Jocelyn is from Columbia, Tennessee, went to Spring Hill High School.
3: He and uh, Bryson Thomas probably high school teammates with Coach Paul Lamb.
1: Runner at first, runner at second, one out. Pitch inside, gets away, and the runners will move up to second and third. Fast ball. And so the pass ball puts runners in scoring position, two runners in scoring position now. So you
3: pass ball, basically a an error on the catcher and
1: it appeared it just popped out of his glove. So an error, a hit by pitch and a pass ball. Bouncing ball to deep short, Lopez a long throw and out at first on a beautiful pay, play by Lopez and a nice pick from Bryson Thomas, actually in the Range of Thomas picks this year, that was one of the easier ones he's had. He's been pretty sensational at first, digging throws out.
3: And It was funny, I mean, as, as Coker crossed in front of Lopez, uh, Lopez was waiting to see if that ball was going to get deflected. It did not. Coker kept going to make sure he got out of the way as Fausto Lopez made the nice pick and then the long throw,
1: and uh, he had some juice on it. And so a run does score to tie the game. That's a, that's a free run. You, an error, a hit by pitch to move a runner to scoring position, a pass ball to move him up a little longer, farther. So a 1-1 game in the second inning. Strike one with Reed Brown, the designated hitter. A foul ball out of play to the right side and strike two. Joslin with the run batted in on the ground out. Base runner at second base is Tipler. Pitch on the way to Brown, it's up and in. One ball and two strikes. Because of the way that play developed right along the baseline, And with the play in front of the shortstop, the base runner at second was not able to advance to third. Justin Medlin, a ball and two strikes with this hitter. Checks the runner at second base, one two pitch. Inside, gets away a little bit. Breaking ball didn't go too far. and So it's a two-ball, two-strike count. 1-1 1-1 baseball game in the second inning. 2-2 pitch, fouled away. The Stands go from the dugout ends, by the home plate ends of the dugout around. And they have a little berm.
3: There's lots of areas to put a chair out here, isn't there?
1: There are, yes, yes. Out, actually even out in center field beyond the, the stadium. and the pitch, line drive, base hit to right field. Cole Escher coming up, firing to the plate, and out at home plate. Oh, was that a good throw from Cole Escher, nicely done by Mason Spears, as the ball was just slightly to the first base side of home plate. But Escher had lots of zip, and so it's a base hit for Brown, but Tipler is out 9 to nine two. 2.
6: So it's one run, one hit, one, one run error, run and one left,
1: left for Austin Middle P. Middle P in the, top of the,
2: in third the inning. second inning. Sullivan, so
1: we've played two, go to the third, and it's a tie game 1 1, Governors and Blue Raiders. This is Middle Tennessee baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: Well, 1-1 one, one after two and Hunter Sullivan, that's here in the third inning. And he hits one high and deep to right field and no doubt about that baby, his first home run of the year. Sullivan sends it a long way over the fence almost to right center. And the Blue Raiders are right back on top with their second home run in as many innings. And another Old South Properties homer. As Sullivan touches home, the Blue Raiders take a 2-1 to one
3: lead. Old South Properties, the official home builder of Middle Tennessee. Wow, that, that thing got out in
1: a hurry. It did. We have the angle on that one. It's just perfect. You say, well, I don't think the park will hold it. Top of the order, and Cole Escher. Boy, did he make a good throw in the bottom of the second to nail a runner at the plate. I can see him setting up for that. Takes the ball and then a strike, so it's one and one.
3: Yeah, you could see him. I mean, he, 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 he saw the ball coming. He, he got set and had his momentum coming toward the field, coming toward the plate.
1: He hits one in the air into right center field. That one's going to stay up and stay in the park. Over to get it is the center fielder, Foreman.
2: So Cole is out.
1: And with one out, here's Fausto Lopez. Fausto reached on a fielder's choice and stole the base in the Blue Raider first inning. One out now, base is empty, but the run in on the Sullivan home run. Fausto a swing and a foul at the plate. Fausto starts the evening with an even 300 batting average. It's Joe Maynard Field at Raymond C. Hand Park at Austin P. and I, I noticed the softball field is just on the other side of the street it is and it's kathy maynard field over there so i i got a feeling that the maynard family likes baseball and softball (laughs) strike one with fausto pitch inside a ball and a strike
3: the venerable Dunn Center, Winfield Dunn Center is behind us where, they, where the P plays basketball. They're going to be moving out of there soon.
1: Here's a bouncer foul at third.
3: There's a new uh, civic arena, multipurpose, uh, that the city of Clarksville is building. And Austin P is a partner in that. And Governor Basketball will be moving there. They had, I mean, it sounds weird. They had a football game yesterday or two days ago down the block at Forterra Stadium. Yeah.
1: Lopez is and a miss and a good breaking ball, and that is now the fourth strikeout for Oshone. He's had now, a good breaking pitch.
2: Jake,
1: Gets Lopez know. for the second out of the inning. Here's Jake Hagenow. Jake, a strikeout in the first. Designated hitter in this game. 2-1 Blue Raiders in the top of the third. A couple of solo homers, Mabry and Sullivan. Change up and Hagan out in front and strike one with Jake.
3: Don and Heather Witherspoon checked in and uh, Miss Hannah uh, made sure that uh, confirmed that uh, the women's basketball game Sunday will be at the Irwin Center at uh, in Austin.
1: Well, that'll be an exciting game. Look forward to that.
3: Having to play one UT at another UT.
1: Two strikes to Hagenau. Pitch dropped low. One and two. And they weren't. They were in the bottom, as the bracket goes, bottom bracket of the last bracket announced. So, so when are we going to see who they're playing? Pitch inside to
3: Jake, two and two. And they come so fast, you really can't. Well, who else hadn't been announced yet?
1: Oh, those girls. Here's a ball hit deep to left center field. Going back, going back, and sailing over the wall. Jake Hagenow has his second home run of the year. And the Blue Raiders have a three-to-one lead. They have hit three solo homers from their last seven hitters. And they have
3: now hit one to
1: all fields, one to
3: left, one to right, and one to center.
1: So a three-to-one lead and four hits for the Blue Raiders, three of them out of the park. Here's Brett Coker. Hit the ball well on the nose, but a line drive out to right field in the first inning. Brett has a home run. So three to one lead now in this inning. 1-0 pitch, swing and a miss, good fastball, one and one. So Shoney has faced 12 batters. He has fanned four and surrendered three solo home runs. Pitch bounces up there and makes it two and one. Bryson Thomas will hit next if. Brett can get on base and keep this third inning going.
2: 2-1
1: count on the Blue Raider third baseman, a ball outside, fastball missed. Three balls and a strike. Two home runs in this inning. 3-1 pitch, line to left for a base hit. He jumped all over that high changeup and slammed it into left. So Brett Coker has hit two line drives. This one finds grass, and he's on
2: with a two out single.
3: Fifth hit for middle, but only the second one that was not a home run.
1: Here's Bryson Thomas. Well, he came into this game as the team leader in homers with two. And with Hagenau and Mabry getting home runs, they're second each. They're all tied with Bryson. Hunter Sullivan's homer was his first. And a quick trip to the mound from the pitching coach, Trevor Fitz, to talk to his right-hander. Giving up home runs can, uh, they can shake you up a little bit. Especially if, if you consider the contrast where O'Shone is doing a nice job getting strikeouts, hasn't walked anybody. So when the Blue Raiders are making contact, for the most part, it's, uh, it's been good, solid contact. In fact, it has been extremely that. Bryson Thomas last time up, hit it a step short of the warning track in center field for a fly ball out, takes a strike here. Bryson two home runs, nine runs batted in. He's tied with Fausto Lopez for the club lead in RBIs. Throw to first and diving back in is Coker.
3: Well, he nearly got caught leaning the wrong way. Re- recovered well though.
1: Yes, he did. Lucas Ray coaching at first base for the Blue Raiders. Blake Hunt is at third. Now they throw to first. Like how first baseman try to sell it to the umpire, like coming away after <laughs> the tag, like, oh, he's out. Yeah. <coughs> why, why the heck not? Runner goes a pitch in the dirt, and that'll be a stolen base for Coker. A good pitch to go on as the breaking ball hit the dirt outside and in front of the plate. And a nice job by the catcher, Alexander, to block the ball. A ball and a strike to Thomas, fouled away. So one and two with Bryson. Outfield deep for him and particularly Foreman in center field. 392 to straightaway center here. Bryson Thomas at the plate. First baseman waits for a one-two pitch. It bounces and evens the count at two and two.
3: And Alexander kept that one in front of him. <clears throat> Otherwise, Middlewood had a runner at third.
1: Now yeah, that's an easy scoot through the wickets back to the backstop pitch. Thomas back in, O'Shoney gets a sign from his catcher in his pitch. Goes outside for a ball and it's three and two. So full counts on consecutive hitters. Coker got the base hit on his. Bryson Thomas waits for the three-two pitch. Full count delivery, the runner going, the pitch in the dirt for ball four. And so Coker running gets his second stolen base and Bryson Thomas picks up the first walk now, of the, the game with two run, outs. JT. And Mabry. JT Mabry is the batter.
3: First walk
1: for O'Shoney. JT a home run in the second inning, his second of the season. Well, we're not far from Fort Campbell, and that had the sound of a big helicopter. Some
3: of their finest flying over.
1: First and third, two outs. Mabry, ground ball, foul at third. Just slightly out in front of that one. I think I mentioned this on the broadcast the other day. We have friends from Illinois whose son and his family are – living here in Clarksville. He's stationed at Fort Campbell and they have enjoyed their time here very much. Swing and a miss by Mabry and strike two. Two solo home runs in the inning. Since then, two runners reach. Mabry hits a high bouncer to third. The throw to second base for the force will end the inning. A 5-4 force play and that will end the top of the third but on the homers from Sullivan and
2: Jake Hagenow, the Blue Raiders get
1: two runs on three base hits. There are no errors and two runners are left on base. Middle of the Third ending now, Blue Raiders 2 and Austin P1. Like that, the Blue Raiders 3, Austin P1. This is Middle Tennessee Baseball on uh, the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
10: Blue Raiders
1: fans know that being
10: together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win.
6: 68 teams, one program. March Madness is coming. Celebrate the return of the historic NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament with the official NCAA Men's Final Four Souvenir Program, featuring profiles on all 68 teams selected for the tournament. So take it to the basket, the shopping basket, by pre-ordering the official program now at publications.learfieldimgcollege.com. That's publications. com. Order today.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
1: 3-1 Blue Raiders in the bottom of the third inning. And right fielder Skyler Luna leads off for Austin P. He steps in against Justin Medlin, hits from the right side. First pitch, swing and a miss on a good breaking ball. Luna is a redshirt freshman, and he's from here in Clarksville. 5'11", 170. One strike pitch, sails high and outside, evens the count at one and one. Kind of, you know, his name's Skyler and mm-hmm. the last name Luna, which is Moon. See where you're going with that. Hits this one off the end of the bat, just foul at third. Missed the bag by about three or four inches. Bryson Thomas feels it, gets it back to Justin Medlin. Good crowd enjoying a very pleasant evening and a 3-1 Blue Raider lead at the moment in the bottom of the third. A one-two pitch up high and outside.
3: And we mentioned the folks in the stands and then looking up behind the Austin Peay bullpen, some families up there with the blankets out on the the hillside.
1: Two-two count with this leadoff hitter. Ball three is a little bit inside. Didn't miss by a whole lot, but three and one. So full count on this hitter. Now for
3: Medlin, your team has hit a couple of dingers for you to give you the lead. Now come out and take advantage of that.
1: He's three and two with this hitter and strikes him out. He must've heard you, Chip.
3: Well, he's not that far away. Well,
1: so. <laughs> that's true. That's very true, he is not. First strikeout for Justin. And one out in the ending top of the order. And Gina Avros. Avros, each team's pitcher or each team's hitter, depending upon your point of view. But the first pitch of, from each pitcher was lined to the outfield for a single. And it was Gina Avros who did that for Austin P. in the first, he was then erased in a double play. So right hand hitter steps in and Medlin's pitch to him is the ball. Avros is another Clarksville native playing for this Austin P. Governors baseball team. Leadoff man out on strikes in the bottom of the third. 1 0 pitch, fastball up high, ball one and strike one. Each team has had the leadoff man on base in two of three at bats. Clarksville on a sing, Clarksville. Austin P on a single and an error. The Blue Raiders on a single and a homer. 2-0 pitch, bounces, ball three and no strikes.
3: Wouldn't surprise anybody to see a lot of pitchers tonight on both sides
1: yeah it's a midweek game Then, in fact this is the last blue raiders midweek game until the last week of the season after conference play is over when yep. they will travel to murray state
3: there is a possibility that last week's austin p game could be made up
1: here's a pitch and just a little bit low for ball four so a one-out base runner on the walk, first one that Justin has issued.
2: Now batting for the governors. the center fielder. And it brings Number up 16, the center T- fielder, T.J. Foreman. Foreman.
1: Foreman's hit a fly ball to Cole Escher in right field. Yeah, those, you know, when you're an hour and a half away, roughly, uh, it, it's easier to make up games.
3: Yeah. And so much of the non-conference schedule that Middle has played over the years has been with local teams. Obviously this year, with everybody adjusting their conference schedule, we're missing out on games with Vanderbilt, Belmont, uh, some years Tennessee.
1: It'll be interesting to see how the four game weekend series works for conference play. Certainly teams, I think with, with pitchers that can go deep into games well, will have an edge there. 1-0 and ball two. So Medlin is missed with six straight. I see Kyle Bunn hands on his knees, staring intently out there as Fausto Lopez comes over to have a quick word with Justin Meantime, J- Jaden Ham is warming up in the Blue Raider bullpen. Nobody throwing, but some stirring in the Austin P. pen as well. A strikeout for the first hitter, a walk to the n- next one, and two and zero oh on this hitter. Two zero pitch. That's low for ball three. T.J. Foreman, the center fielder, is the batter. He steps out, looks down at third. It's head coach Travis Jansen there. This is his sixth season at Austin P. Runner at first with one out, 3-0 pitch. That's a strike, breaks a string of seven in a row out of the strike zone and makes the count three and one. Avros, the base runner at first, reaching on the walk. 3-1 pitch, walked him on five. So a couple of walks after the strikeout, runners at first and second. And the catcher, Jack Alexander. Jack Alexander! Well, last time Alexander batted he hit into a double play and the Blue Raiders could use one here. Time is called as pitching coach Kyle Bunn is going to the mound and he has made a signal to go to the bullpen as well. So the Blue Raiders making a pitching change here in this third inning. A Couple of one out walks have Austin P. base runners on. And we will be back to tell you about the new Blue Raider pitcher right after we take this break. This is Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
9: The Doubletree by Hilton Murfreesboro is the perfect place for your next close to home getaway for a change of pace or to plan your next event for 2021. Located just off I-24, 30 miles south of Nashville and situated only minutes from Middle Tennessee State University. With Hilton's clean stay and event ready initiatives in place, you can rest assured they're taking every precaution for you to have a safe and enjoyable stay. We'll make your stay an unforgettable experience. Don't forget the cookie.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider
1: Sports, and the new pitcher for the Blue Raiders here in the bottom of the third is right-hander Jaden Ham. Jaden is a freshman from Calhoca, Tennessee, and went to Columbia Central High School. You know anybody that went to school there?
3: Uh, yes, I do, and uh, <laughs> played for uh, played for a former Blue Raider, Mark Pickle over uh, at uh, Central High School in Columbia. But I uh, was looking for Ham's numbers. This is his first appearance.
1: He's appeared one time because I remember talking about and Did I say that right? And Dick Palmer assured me that I did.
3: That's right. They, uh, in Murray County, Columbia, of course, uh, Mule Day weekend would be coming up in a couple of weeks, but they're not going to have it this year. But Kalioka, uh David Ham's hometown, famous for delicious cantaloupes.
1: I've, I've heard that's, that's what I was told, yes.
2: Yeah.
1: So I've lived here near a place famous for cantaloupes. Then when I was a little kid, I lived uh, in the pumpkin capital of Illinois. Wow. There used to be a Libby canning factory there, and they. Had all these fields of pumpkin and corn and peas. Jaden Ham in, two on and one out. Pitcher is, pitches low and he showed bunt, but it goes through to the backstop and runners move up to second and third. And so that sure changes the complexion in a hurry. I not that hit the dirt. So we will see how it's scoring in any case. Runners are at second and third and only one out and ball one on this hitter. Ham set in the pitch. It's outside, ball two and no strikes. The last 11 pitches from Blue Raider pitching, Ham's only thrown two of them, only one has been a strike. Couple of walks. 2 0 count is low. Ball three, no strikes. Hmm.
3: The middle pitching has found it difficult to find the strike zone recently.
1: So Alexander takes in ball four. Wow. So three straight walks, a collective total of one strike among them. And the bases are loaded for the shortstop, Bobby Head. Reached out of the air in the second inning. And scored in that inning.
3: Well, the Blue Raiders need an out here somehow.
1: Had the batter swing and a foul, and, and strike one.
3: Interesting that after eight of the last nine pitches have missed the strike zone, he comes up swinging.
1: Now you've got a pitcher who's just come into the game and walked a batter on four straight pitches, and that was not one of those right down the middle fastballs. It was in on his hands. So the pitch. In the dirt, ball one and strike one. Leadoff hitter struck out on a 3-2 pitch. Averroes walked, Foreman walked, Alexander has walked. Bobby Head is the batter, a ball and a strike. 3-1 Blue Raider lead at the moment. Here's the pitch. A high bouncer to short. Lopez has a play at second for one. Not quite in time for the double play. That ball took forever to get to Fausto, and really it was a good play, Chip, for him to get the force at second.
3: It was, and, you know, it was that well, that high chop oh, that uh, just ah, every second Valenzi. gives them an opportunity. But it's going to be... A 6-4 put out on a force play for Head.
1: So it's a 3-2 game. On the fielder's choice, Head is at first. Going to third is Foreman. Ty Delancey, the left fielder, is the batter. Ball one is outside one and oh. Jaden is a freshman. And he works from the set position. Here's the pitch, swing and a miss. Good fastball from the right-hander. Evens the count at one and one. Jaden Ham on in relief of Justin Medlin. 3-2 game in the third, bottom of the third, Austin P. batting. Swing and a miss, another good fastball. Yes, it
3: was. Kyle Bunn calling the pitches. And the pitcher then after he gets the signal checks the wristband.
1: So it's first and third and two outs, one and two. Pitch on the way with the runner going, a swing and a miss. He took a little something off that. Nice job by Ham after walking the batter to get the next two and finish this inning with a strikeout. So it was a run, no hits, no errors, two runners left on base. And so we have played three, move on to the fourth. The Blue Raiders have a three to two lead. This is Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
14: try green equipment they know the value of teamwork they have the tractor packages with implements you need score a new john deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters mtsu baseball get started online at trygreen.com. try green equipment is a proud partner of middle tennessee state university athletics go blue
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: Top of the fourth, 3-2 Blue Raiders. Here's Chip Walters.
3: Nathan Sanders leads it off for Middle Tennessee in a 3-2 game. Blue Raiders leading by a run, and Sanders takes a strike. Sanders struck out his only other time up in the second inning. And O'Shaoney delivers high and outside. That'll be a ball and things even up now at 1-1. and We'll give you the final line in a moment as there's a pitch low on Justin Medlin. Two and a third innings, two hits, two runs, one earned, two walks, one strikeout. As Medlin in his first start of the year Two balls and one strike to Sanders and the pitch here inside. Ball three. And Nolan O'Shoney. Perfect would be if he were pitching tomorrow on St. Patrick's Day. Ah, yes. Ball popped up on the infield, ranging over is Joslin. Now the shortstop head comes in and he dropped it. And nobody, it was an I got it, you take it kind of play. It looked like Joslyn, the first baseman, had the best shot at it. Now, the way, but point three. It that will know. be uh, an easy call on the air. And that will be an E6.
1: Ball got up above the lights by quite a bit, didn't it? It it's did. Not, it's not dark here yet either. So well, he
3: didn't touch the ball, so it's a hit. Falls in.
1: Yeah, he, it popped out of his glove. Oh, did yeah. It? They okay. haven't put the well. That would be their first error. So they got it up there. It's up there. Yeah. Yeah. They finally got their second hit up there too. I was wondering. <laughs> Pickoff play to first again. Wow.
3: So the Blue Raiders have a runner at first with nobody out here in the top of the first. Runner goes, swing and a miss, and the ball in the dirt. So a strike on Spears, but a stolen base for Sanders as he moves down to second.
1: That's the Blue Raiders' fourth stolen base here in the early going of this game.
3: And the action is picked up in the Austin P bullpen. Umpires will make their shift with a runner at second. And Mason Spears, the catcher, has a one-strike count. Spears struck out. Puts a bunt down. It'll go foul down the first baseline. Two strikes on Spears. Runner at second, nobody out. Ball in the air to left field. And the left fielder lost it. The center fielder comes over and makes the play. It's Foreman who makes the catch. And it was Delaney, right off the bat, lost it.
2: Now batting the left, builder number 10, Hunter
3: Sullivan. Let's pause now for stations to identify themselves on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
0: The flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
6: Conference USA champs. Raiders win the championship.
0: News Radio
3: WGNS, Murfreesboro. Chip Walters, Bob Jameson with you from Raymond C. Hand Park in Clarksville. Hunter Sullivan up for the Blue Raiders with one out, runner at second. Sullivan homer to right, his only time up tonight. middle has had three solo shots. Check swing by Sullivan. And they checked down at third and no, he did not go. Email box heating up a little bit tonight. Tony Kessinger said he's sitting there eating a fudge-dipped Oreo or multiple Oreos fudge-dipped while listening to the game. We appreciate that.
1: Yeah, I mean, we don't have any here, though, Tony. That's correct.
3: One ball, two strikes on Sullivan. Sanders at second. And O'Shoney with a pitch. Curveball got him. Got him looking. That will be strikeout number five for O'Shoney. And back to the top of the order for Cole Lesher, who led off the game with a solid base hit in his on the very first pitch of the game. But he's one for two. Flied out to center as last time. First pitch to him is outside. And Sanders doing a little dancing out on second. Boy, big lead out at second. And the pitch... Down low for ball two. <clears throat> so 2-0. and o. Pitch here lined right at the shortstop, and he was able to make the catch, but that thing had smoke coming off of it. Line drive out for Escher. He put a charge into it, but the shortstop head made a terrific play. In the inning, there were no runs on one hit, one left. We go to the bottom of the fourth. Still 3-2 Blue Raiders over Austin P. on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
8: At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need
5: Granison & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services, don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
3: Blue Raider fans get ahead of the game with the best home services team in town for your heating, air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, and home improvement needs. Lee Company is the team to call, 615-867-1000 or LeeCompany.com. Bottom of the fourth inning, Austin P. brings up Tipler. Malcolm Tipler, the second baseman. Hit by a pitch in his only other time up. Takes a pitch outside. It's his first time to face Jaden Ham. Swing and a miss. Big swing there. And the count even at one ball, one strike. 3-2 to two middle here in the middle of inning number four, the bottom of inning number four. Strike call there at the knees, and it's a ball and two strikes. Ham with the 1-2. Boy, took something off of that as well. And the swing and a miss and Tipler goes down to start things in the bottom of the fourth. Now for the Second strikeout the for Jaden Hampson's coming in the fourth, game.
2: Matt Jocelyn. Now,
3: first baseman, Matt Jocelyn. I promise you these two, Jocelyn and Ham have played on the same field before. Well, a curveball there is a strike. Joslin 0-1, grounded out to short, his only other time up. Ham to the plate, bounces it up there, 59-footer, and it's 1-1. One one. Sun has gone down, and Bob, at 7-12, it finally went down here. little change after daylight savings time kicked in.
1: Makes a difference and yes. it's very dark at six now in the morning.
3: Yes it is. That's always confused me. People say, oh, I want that extra sunlight. Well you're taking it away somewhere. <laughs> I actually I like the I like the changes. High fastball there. Swing and a miss and it's two and two. We mentioned Mr. Kessinger was eating fudge-dipped Oreos down in Florida. If you want to drop in, it's it's also Girl Scout cookie season. Hope that you are uh, helping out the Girl Scouts by buying a dozen or three. And uh, drop us a note at radio at goblueraders.com. What is your favorite Girl Scout cookie flavor? Radio at com. The 2-2 was high, and now ham. Set for a payoff. And there's a ground ball. It'll be taken at third by Coker. His throw, the stretch, and a nice toe tap on the first base. And out is Joslin, 5-3 on the putout. And, boy, at first, Bryson Thomas had to be plastic man there to uh, get his former high school teammate, Matt Joslin, out
1: i tell you what, Bryson Thomas has been playing lights-out defense at first base this year.
3: Whether it's making plays, toe taps like that, stretches, digs, he's fielded his position really well. Coach Jansen took umbrage.
1: And so the... Umpires are going to get together, and I will tell you, if, if they overturn it, it'll be the first time a judgment call on safe and out that I've ever seen
2: overturned.
1: <laughs> and that
3: Reed meeting Brown. did not last long. Yeah. Reed Brown, who's one for one,
1: Two Two things. The first base coach didn't react, and the batter, the base runner, didn't react either on that play at first.
3: Yeah, a lot of time there's a tell. Bouncing ball here. Let Coker field another one. Here's a long throw. That one is easily out at first. Coker flashing the leather a couple of times in that inning. And for Austin P in the fourth, no runs, hits, or errors. Nobody left. We go to the top of the fifth. Still Middle Tennessee three. Austin P two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield,
12: IMG College.
15: News Radio
0: WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
2: Keegan Mills.
3: Back in Clarksville, new pitcher Keegan Mills for Austin P. Nolan O'Shoney. Four innings pitched. Five hits, three runs, all earned, a walk, and five strikeouts.
1: Mills making his way to Austin P. from Litchfield, New Hampshire. Went to Campbell High School there. I say that because Today's I know if there's, there's at least one New Hampshire native and listening to this game, you'll we'll know where that is. Well, that's true. I didn't even think about route that. Route
6: quickly and easily.
3: You are correct. So he the top the of inning number five here in Clarksville.
2: A shortstop number
3: four, Fausto Lopez. Fausto Lopez. 0 for 2. Time for him to make something happen. Lopez hitting 288, 0 for 2 tonight. Lopez here right down the line. That's gonna be extra bases and gets into that mud hole down the left field line and just comes to a screeching halt. And Lopez walks into second with a double.
1: And double tree by Hilton. Murfreesboro is the sponsor of doubles this season. Doubletree by Hilton of Murfreesboro. They'll make your stay an unforgettable experience.
3: And five doubles on the year now for Fausto Lopez. And we'll get a courtesy runner here. Nope, that is Lopez coming back. He just took some of his extraneous material over to Lucas Ray. Jake Hagenow comes up with a runner in scoring position. Raiders get a leadoff double here in the home ha- or the visiting half of inning number five. And the Blue Raiders had better get used to batting in the top of the inning over the next nine games counting tonight because they will be the visitor. A nine-game road, tr- not all in one trip, but three trips breaking it up but nine straight away from Ree Smith Field. One ball, one strike on Hagenau. Bounced up there and gets away from the catcher and heading down to third is Fausto Lopez. That'll be a wild pitch. So the Raiders with a chance to add a run here with Lopez, who a very good base runner at third. 2-1 count on Hagenau. Another one bounces up there, gets away, heads to the Blue Raider dugout, and here comes Lopez in to score on back-to-back wild pitches. So the score moves to four to nothing. On the run, and the base is empty now with a three-one count. There's one in for a uh, just low for ball four. Right, tried to go right at the knees and just just a bit low. But, Bob, you've seen it enough that if you are struggling with the strike zone, it's going to get even tighter.
1: It, it's strange how that does it, but it is absolutely consistent uh, throughout baseball. I don't know if it's fair or not, but it, it does. That was a close pitch.
3: 4-2, to two, middle with a two-run lead. That's the first run the Blue Raiders have scored that was not by a home run tonight. Runner goes, fouled away. Haganow had started.
1: Jake is three out of four stealing bases.
3: Tony Kessinger answered the question, and I have to agree with him 100%. He's going with Samoas as his favorite Girl Scout cookie. I know you know some Girl Scouts, whether it's in your family or your co-workers, things like that. Help them out. Buy a few boxes. You know why they call them Samoas? Because you want Samoa of them. That's right. After
1: you've had one, you always (laughs) want Samoa.
3: Throw it a first, and Hagenow dives back in. Runner goes, and the pitch is low, down to second. Ah, I, don't, I don't know if he got there in time, or did they call it? i never seen, I haven't seen a signal yet, but.
1: Well, the umpire was not, I think f- he was pointing towards center field and saying out.
3: And Jim Toman comes out of the dugout, and he's saying the same thing. Hands, palms in the air, said, I never saw you make a call. But Hagenow comes back to. The dugout, that's going to be a caught-stealing 2-6.
1: Yep. I mean, the only thing I can think is he must have gone off the bag a little bit, Chip. I, mean, I think it looked from here that he barely beat the play. Yeah, it,
3: it looked like in my first with the naked eye, it looked like he was safe.
1: Coach Toman is walking back to the bench and a couple of parting comments. And and, and I I don't think he was convinced, do you?
3: No, he kind of had his head at about a 45-degree angle. But one ball, one strike on Brad Coker. The Blue Raiders had had good success on the base pass, having stolen four prior to that. Two balls and a strike, and Mills delivers. Nice pitch there on the outside corner. Called a strike by home plate umpire Tommy Separello. Separello. Coker, then Thomas. Here in the fifth, the Raiders have already put a run on the board without the benefit of a hit. And there's a breaking ball and a light swing from Coker, and down he goes. So two away. First strikeout for Keegan Mills in this game. And that will bring up Bryson Thomas. That bat does not look very big in his hands, does no, it? No, it
1: doesn't. When you're 6'4". When <laughs> oh, Looks like a toothpick.
3: First pitch to Thomas, misses for ball one. Thomas, 0 for 1 with a walk tonight. Fly it out to center field, to deep center field. Pitch here is outside, and it's two balls and no strikes. Blue Raiders will play a night game on Friday in Memphis. Doubleheader on Saturday and a single game on Sunday at FedEx Park. 2-0 pitch there, and that misses for ball three. And I think the UAB series, will it be? I think it will be played at Regents Park because UAB plays most of the – we'll have to check. They play most of their home games at Regents until the Barons start playing, and Bryson and Thomas walks on four straight pitches.
6: Second
3: Second walk given up by Mills. Faced four batters. He's walked two, struck out one. Gave up a double to Lopez. Now JT Mabry. Homer to left in the second inning. That one bounces up there. Alexander able to keep it in front of him. 1-0 pitch. That one gets away. Thomas got a slow start, but he'll easily get into second. Another wild pitch. And the Raiders have a two-out runner in scoring position. Mabry at the plate, the pitch outside, and it's ball three, three and zero. 3-0 called a strike. The old automatic was at least close enough for that. The 3-1 fouled away and the count goes full. Here's a 3-2, fastball got him. Swing and a miss by Mabry, and down he goes. And that is the second strikeout for Keegan Mills since coming in at the beginning of the inning. For Middle Tennessee in the inning, one run on one hit, one left, and there were no errors. We head to the bottom of the fifth in Clarksville. 4-2, Blue Raiders lead the Govs here on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
3: Welcome back to Clarksville. We go to the bottom of inning number five. Middle Tennessee leading Austin P four to two, and the Blue Raiders got
14: one run in the top of the
3: inning.
6: Number eight, Skyler.
3: Luna. Bottom of the order coming up are the 9 1 2 hitters for Austin P. Skyler Luna will face Jaden Ham, who went two thirds of an inning in, or he's been an inning in two thirds, and he hits Luna with the first pitch.
2: Now batting for the governors.
3: Well, the third baseman. that makes Go life one. a little hard for you when you. Hit that first batter and put him on without him trying to earn it. So top of the order and Gino Avros. Avros is one for or oh for one for one rather with a walk. Luna at first, first pitch to Avros is a ball. It's outside. Am checks his armband, works from the stretch, actually from the set position. laid down a bunt to the third base side. It's a good one and there is no play. Perfect bunt for a base hit by Gino Avros
1: Now batting for the Governors you nailed it the with being perfect fielder, number 16 it was in no man's Pete land too Jake far for Spana too far for Ham too far for Coker to get to
3: So Austin P has something going here in the 5th first two men have reached And Ham digging himself a little hole here. And TJ Foreman, the center fielder, at the plate. Tried to bunt again. Why not? And fouled it right back into the screen. That's as good a bunt as you'll see from Avros. Just died off his bat. Yes, it was. Too far out for Spears to get to it. Coker couldn't get to it, and Ham couldn't get to it.
1: Jaden picked it up and saw where the base runner was, and very wisely just put it in his pocket and went back to the mound.
3: One-strike pitch to Foreman. He pokes it toward right, ranging over his Escher. He'll make that catch. Runners hold, and there's one away.
1: It's a big out, Chip.
3: and now
2: that for
3: the see how Coach Middle Becher. plays their He's infielders
2: well, here. With the two-run
3: lead. Jack Alexander, the catcher. He is 0-for-1 with a walk and he was part of a 6-4-3 double play in the first. Maybe we can coax him into another inning-ending double play. Ham's first pitch is a strike, and it's 0-1. Avros at first, and Luna at second. One-strike delivery, bouncing ball to Lopez. He'll flip to second. The turn, the catch, and a double play. 6 Four, three on the twin killing and down go the Govs in inning number five for Austin P no runs on a hit
2: nobody left
3: One, one man left and there were no errors we go to the sixth still Middle Tennessee four Austin P two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College Doubletree by Hilton Murphy's Burroughs Heated Indoor-Outdoor Pool
9: makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms They've got award-winning customer service for you plus catering and AV equipment rental There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply Plus, don't we all love their famous warm Doubletree cookie welcome?
0: news radio wgns the flagship station for blue raider sports
3: nashville has a new local news source main street nashville has all the local news and sports from around the mid-state you can subscribe to the daily e-newspaper at mainstreetnash.com nathan sanders nathan sanders leads off the blue raider Half of inning number six. And a bunt that'll be caught by the third baseman. He came charging. Avros came in and went uh, belly first and Sanders could not get the bunt down. He got the bunt up and it gave Avros a chance. So a little liner to the third baseman for out number one. And that'll bring up catcher Mason Spears. Spears is 0 for 2 tonight. First pitch to him. Misses, and they'll call timeout, and the catcher Alexander will go out and talk to Mills.
1: Mills struggled there in that uh, fifth inning, a couple of wild pitches and a walk after giving up a leadoff double to Lopez, but then he got a break, really, on a runner caught stealing. Gave him a, an opportunity to catch his breath and ended up getting a couple of strikeouts to wrap things up.
3: Four to two, Middle Tennessee leading top of the sixth inning. And Mason Spears at the plate. The 1-0 delivery. Fouled off to the right side. I tell you, we have had many a night in mid-March that have been much worse than this. My goodness, it's perfect outside right now. 1-1 pitch here is hit high and deep. The left center field going back is foreman still going back he'll make the catch just to the left of the batter's eye on the warning track that was given a jolt by spears but foreman over now there to make the, the catch
1: ball, ball had a lot of carry but not quite enough yeah warning track long well into the warning track fly ball out to deep center
3: now the number nine hitter hunter sullivan One for two with a home run. His went to right field back in the third. Pitch there is low for a ball. Keegan Mills. To the plate again, low. That's been his little bugaboo is, he's had it low and has had some control issues since coming in with a couple of wild pitches. 2-0 delivery, strike called at the knees. Mills checks the sign and comes to the plate with it. Swing and a miss there, it's two and two. I'll tell you, over the years, the the OVC days, middle and Austin P had some battles. Deuces wild, the 2-2 here, swung on and missed on a high fastball and down goes Sullivan. That's the third strikeout Blue for, for Mills since coming into the Go game.
2: So no in the inning,
3: He's no runs, there. hits, or Blue errors. Left Nobody Still left. Home I'm half of the, the six coming the up. Team. It's Middle yeah. Tennessee four. The Austin P two on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. I'm C- G Kyle.
4: Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career, or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities.
6: 68 teams. One program. March Madness is coming. Celebrate the return of the historic NCAA men's basketball tournament with the official NCAA Men's Final Four Souvenir Program, featuring profiles on all 68 teams selected for the tournament. So take it to the basket, the shopping basket. By pre-ordering the official program now at publications.learfieldimgcollege.com. That's publications. L-E-A-R-F-I-E-L-D-I-M-G College.com. Order today.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
3: We hit the bottom of the sixth inning at Raymond Cand Park in Austin P trailing the Blue Raiders four to two. It'll be four, five, and six hitters. Bobby Head, the shortstop to lead things off. And Raiders have six hits tonight and they struggled at the plate a bit in the Valparaiso series. And pitches straight up the chute and short left field. That thing was way above the light. Sullivan came in to make the catch. But Bobby had give him the high pop-up award for the night. The oh
6: left number 20.
1: Hunter Sullivan could have probably Delacy. ordered a hot dog and gotten through half of it before that one came down. That'll bring up
3: left fielder Ty Delaney. Delaney, 0 for 2. And Bob, you had an interesting stat in uh, in the break about base runners in this game.
1: Yeah, there've been in, combined for both teams 10 base runners without benefit of a base hit. Uh, you've got six walks, two hit by pitch, two errors, and then you just throw in four wild pitches there too. So t- each team has helped the other uh, move along the bases a bit. And the Blue Raiders fortunately have the three solo homers.
3: The 0-1 pitch misses low. It's one ball, one strike. If you weren't at the ballpark on Sunday at Rees-Smith Field, they unveiled the retirement of number 25, the jersey of Coach Steve Peterson, the late Steve Peterson, and uh, had a chance... Rita was there. Coach Pete's wife. All three kids were there and a passel of grandchildren. One and two to Delaney and a line shot back up the middle for a base hit. That is just the third hit of the night for Austin P.
2: Number five, Malcolm Dipler.
3: That actually, that is their, that's their fourth hit. We had the infield hit last inning.
1: Well, so f- through six innings, each team will have been retired without having a base runner reach just once. Blue Raiders in their half of the sixth, and for Austin P, it happened in the fourth, but they've hit it into a couple of double plays.
3: Here's a ball hit high and deep to right, but it's gonna stay in the ballpark too high and it'll be caught by Escher for out number two. And boy, Tipler turned on that thing and got it way
1: up in the air. Well, what's the way he turned on it, Chip, the way you're talking about? And then the ball coming off the bat in a hurry. And then Matt losing it Jossler. in the, it got above the glass. lights. It yeah, get above the lights in the glass of the broadcast booth. I had to stick my head almost out the window to find it, because <laughs> uh, I thought that was going into the night. And as it turned out, just a, a nice fly ball. Still a runner
3: at first with two outs now. For Matt Joslin, the governor's first baseman, throw to first and a closer play there. Bryson Thomas made a good snag on that. That was
1: a, that was a pretty good move there by Ham. Yes, it was. And Bryson tried to maybe get the first uh, the base runner yeah, a little think, confused yeah. by acting like the ball had gotten away. Yes,
3: he did. I noticed that. Kind of acted, uh, oh, where is it? Where is it? Oh, right here in my glove, sorry. Another throw over to first. Oh, God! what has got him. A pickoff. 1 to 3 and you know that's tough it was it was close on the first one but close enough for him to be safe and close here and he's out pickoff 1 to 2 so that's it in the 6th inning for Austin P no runs no hits or one hit no nobody left and there were no Blue Raider airs.
2: Six innings in the books. Back for the
3: seventh after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
9: Let me tell you a thing or two about the people who don't compromise. They love Pepsi Zero Sugar. Why? Because it's got all the flavor and zero the sugar. How's that for not compromising? They're the sort of person that likes surf with their turf, and the drink with their feast. Yeah, they have a Pepsi Zero Sugar. The person who doesn't compromise loves a good Golden Doodle. All the Golden Retriever goodness with just a hint of doodle. And when they're bringing said Golden Doodle for a walk, they bring a Pepsi Zero Sugar. Zero sugar, done right. That's what I like.
3: Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo, cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee? Not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty Bob Lamm and Associates, 615-896-5656.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
3: Aiden Josephson is the new pitcher for Austin P as Keegan Mills finished out his night. Two innings, one hit, one run. It was earned. Walked two and struck out three. And you have some numbers on Josephson.
1: Yeah, Hayden Josephson is appearing for the sixth time. He started three games and comes in with an 0-1 record. He's worked 11 innings, allowed 16 runs, 14 earned on 16 hits. He's walked eight and struck out 14. So a pretty good earned run average, as you would expect for a lot of runs and very few innings pitched in the early going. So just a little bit over Leading off of middle the nine ready. mark, 15. he's 11.45. Cole, Cole
3: Escher will lead things off as
1: middle goes to the top of their order, one, two, three. Escher stands in and Josephson is ready with his first pitch. Swing and a foul. Cole hit the game's first pitch for a single to center. Since then, he's hit a fly ball to center and a bullet of a line drive to short caught on a really good play by the shortstop, Bobby Head. I was going to say, Bob, I got us the lead. You gotta hang on to it now. A lot of pressure. One strike pitch. Fouled away. Strike two. Now, Keegan Mills, the, the freshman from New Hampshire, came in through a couple of wild pitches after giving up a double, walked the next hitter, but got a runner stealing and then really settled down the rest of the way, retiring all but one of the next several, six batters he faced and got three strikeouts. Foul ball on a check swing and still strike two with Cole Escher. We mentioned Cole fouled a ball off of his foot back in the opening of the South Alabama series. So getting his first start since then. Two strikes to him. Breaking Mm. ball, didn't miss by much, one and two. Cole comes into the game hitting 375. Double and a triple, couple of runs batted in has thrown a runner out at the plate on a bullet of a throw earlier in this game. Takes up and in, ball two, strike two. Austin P had scored a run in the second and on a two-out hit, Escher threw the base runner out at first, or third, rather. Two-two pitch. That's drilled, but foul deep along the left field line. It leaves the ballpark, but a foul ball. Asher getting a lot on that baseball, just a little out in front of it, and the count stays at 2-2. Two 4-2 two. Blue Raiders, top of the seventh inning. 2-2 pitch. Bounced. Ball three in strike two. It's Escher, Lopez, and Hagenau in the top of the seventh inning. Nolan Oshone started for Austin P. Keegan Mills followed, and now it's Hayden Josephson, their third pitcher. Full count delivery. Escher mm. takes a called strike three Chip, I've seen about 50 pitches tonight that no, look 10 times better that, than 24. that one that yep. weren't called strikes, also, and they're evenly half. spread between two teams.
3: Yeah, it hasn't been one sided at all.
1: So that's nine strikeouts for Austin P. pitchers. <laughs> Just heard the Austin P. broadcaster saying there's no way that should have been could have been called <laughs> strike three. <laughs> Here's Fausto Lopez, big one hopper to the second baseman and out at first. So two down quickly as the Blue Raiders now have had six no, straight retired team by team Austin team, P pitchers. Three of them on strikes. Jake Hagan out of the batter. A home run in the third, a walk in the fifth for Jake. A strikeout way back in the first inning. Designated hitter. At the plate, two outs, spaces empty. 4 2 Blue Raiders in the top of the seventh. Fastball is low and in the dirt, ball one. now Mabry, and Sullivan have Blue Raider home runs in this game. A 1 0 pitch. Bounces again, two balls and no strikes. Oh, that one got the home plate umpire. So the catcher will go out and talk to his pitcher and then kind of walk slowly back as the trainer for Austin P is gonna come out and check on Mr. Separulo.
3: I'll tell you, Alexander has taken a beating back there too tonight.
1: He has, he's had a few in the dirt, hasn't he? He has. He'll be bruised. The other umpires will slow things down, and they'll, uh...
3: You know, that's almost an art form, how catchers and umpires take care of each other, you know, yes, things like do. that.
1: And it's interesting too, Chip, you know, you can have a catcher, maybe John with an umpire a little bit. They they don't do that very often, very overtly. but. Yeah, but the next pitch, something like this happens, and it, they're, they're making sure that they're okay, and, hmm. and vice versa. Right. Um, fires With, with catchers. And actually, you see it that way more often than the other. 2-0, and oh, so we're ready to go. Pitch outside, and ball three, you know, strikes. Brett Coker on deck for the Blue Raiders, if Jake can get on with two outs. Pitch to Higa now, and that's a strike on the outside. Corner three and one. Josephson with a three one pitch. Strike two. Strike out and a ground out have retired the first two Blue Raiders here in the top of the seventh inning. A uh, 3-2 pitch, bounced high to third from deep behind the bag. Long throw and it gets by. Hegan takes the turn. He's gonna head for second base. He'll slide in, but there's no throw. So
3: it was a long throw from third and it's gonna be an error. Well, they put it on the wrong side of the board, but.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, wait a minute. It'll be E5 on the play. Right, yeah. So here's Brett Coker. Brett, uh, line drive to right, a single in three at-bats. Also a strikeout. so one for three. A couple of stolen bases after his single in the third inning now at second, and Coker hits a high, towering pop fly behind the plate, and it's going to get just off wow. the screen. It didn't get over the screen, but it hit the screen and came rolling down.
3: That thing was so precise, it, it, it might have hit the top of the screen. <laughs> it was, wow, that thing, yeah, it, it got caught up in the netting. But now, you know, with a two-out error that, Gives the Raiders a runner in scoring position, make them pay for it.
1: One strike with Brett, stands in from the right side. Right-hander Josephson set, checks Haganow at second, his pitch outside. And the thing is, I don't think the ball hit deep into the screen. I just think it just barely brushed the whole way down,
3: right? But as soon as it hit it, it was it was a dead ball.
1: From the set position, uh, turn and look to second base, but nobody there to throw to. Hagenow was getting a pretty good lead. Time is called. As the pitching coach Trevor Fitz is gonna go out and talk with his right-hander, Josephson. So the conversation on the mound is brief. Umpire didn't even have to go out and speed them along. He's still a little sore. I bet.
3: (laughs) He was happy to get the extra few seconds.
1: So Brett Coker back in at the plate and still at the plate with the one strike count. Jake Hagen out second with two outs. Ball inside, one and one. Bryson Thomas is on deck. Coker can reach with two outs. He'll get a chance here in this inning. Two one pitch. Hi, ball 3 and strike 1. The Raider, third baseman at the plate. He's got a 3-1 count. Here's the pitch. Low. It walked him. Mm. So, a couple of walks here. And runners at 1st and 2nd base with two outs for Bryson Thomas. That's the fourth walk from Austin P. pitching here. Bryson a fly ball to the warning track and center. A couple of walks since then. Bats from the right side. Two on two outs. Seventh inning. Almost got hit by that pitch. Backed away in time. And it's one and no. 4-2 Blue Raiders in the top of the 7th inning. 1-0 pitch. Thomas hits a ground ball to deep short. They have a long throw at first. Oh, nice wow. pick by the first baseman, Joslin, to get the out at first base. The shortstop well, the Blue on the top of the CDE Got Light to that and ball and after it no got runs by on the third hit. baseman, well, well, threw Aaron, across his body on, on, the on the run and then pick at first. Turnabout's fair play. And Thomas Andrew got Andrew Joslin earlier Williams, on a great played played play and they turned it around there. Two former Spring Hill Red Raiders. It's only fair. That's right. So for the Blue Raiders in this seventh inning, no runs are hit, an error and two are left on base. Middle of the seventh inning tonight, as we come your way from Austin P. State University, it's the Blue Raiders 4 and the Governors 2. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield, IMG College.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
1: All right, bottom of the seventh inning. 4-2 Blue Raiders. Couple of, well, three changes. Austin Cheeley is in the pitch. Playing in right field now, Luke Vinson. And in left field, it is Bryce Simler.
3: This will be Cheeley's sixth appearance. He is 0 for 1 with a five points. 8-7 ERA, seven and two-thirds innings pitched. He's given up eight hits, five runs, all earned. He has walked three and struck out
6: seven.
1: So it's similar in left, Sanders in center and Vincent in right now for the Blue Raiders with Austin Cheeley on the hill. First pitch of ball from Cheeley to the first baseman, Matt Joslin. Chip mentioned, made the really fine play on a pick on a throw at first base to end this top of the seventh. Cheely delivers a fastball, low two and oh. Nice job by Jaden Hamm, three and two thirds innings of no run, two hit baseball, a walk and two strikeouts. Cheely with a two ball, no strike pitch. Hit in the air to very shallow right. The second baseman Mabry going out on the grass about uh, 15 feet or so there. He'll make the catch for out number one. Boy, how
3: many, how many balls have we've seen
2: Nobody for the designated hitter. get above number the lights 14, tonight? Three,
1: well, we, several of them as we know, and, and their left fielder, Delancey lost one and then earlier they had one that basically their whole infield lost and it ended up being dropped and plus several others. The batter is Reed Brown the designated hitter. Brown has a base hit in two at bats. Last time up grounded to Coker at third. The hit came in the second inning and it was on his hit to right that Nicole Escher fired a perfect strike to Mason Spears to cut down a runner at the plate. There's a strike. Austin Cheely, the Blue Raiders, third pitcher. Starting things here in the bottom of the seventh inning. One strike delivery skips on through. Make that a two-strike delivery. I was thinking there had been a strike before, but never trust the scoreboard. <laughs> but I do because yeah, you have to. they're right 99.9% of the time. A 1-2 pitch. Up and in. Ball two, strike two. Well, the temperature was 72 degrees at game time, and... As we're just past eight o'clock, uh, drop down to still a very pleasant 64. Cheely looks in, he's ready to go and a two ball, two strike pitch. Ooh. Oh, that was a beauty. <laughs> <laughs> he broke one off and Cheely gets a strikeout. He froze Brown and strikeout number four for Blue Raider pitching. Austin gets his first and the second batter he faces. And here's Skylar Luna. Before he bats, let's uh, let our stations identify themselves. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
0: The flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
6: Conference USA champs. Raiders win the championship.
0: News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro. A pitch is a high bouncer to
1: third, and Brett Coker with the throw over to Bryson Thomas at
2: first, and that
1: retires the side. So Cheeley comes in and has a 1-2-3 inning,
2: and so we go to the eighth inning. It's still
1: the Blue Raiders 4 and Austin P2. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
5: Grannis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services, don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: And we roll around to the top of the eighth inning. The Blue Raiders have a 4-2 lead. And Austin P goes to the bullpen with their fourth pitcher of the game. He is a left-hander, Kyle Nunn, 6'1-191. He's a red shirt junior from Louisville, Kentucky. And comes to Austin P via Chattanooga State Community College. So Nunn is on. Hayden Josephson out after his one inning. No runs or hits, a walk and a strikeout. For the Blue Raiders, J.T. Mabry, Nathan Sanders, and Mason Spears are the scheduled hitters. Blue Raiders got a run in the second inning on a J.T. Mabry home run. Austin P. scored an unearned run in the bottom of the inning to tie the game and also had a runner thrown out at the plate by Cole Escher to end that inning. The Blue Raiders came back with solo homers from Jake Hagenow and Hunter Sullivan to get two in the fourth, or make that the third, and go ahead three to one. Austin P. with three walks. Scored a run in the bottom of the inning. And the Blue Raiders' other run came in the fifth. Here's Mabry. Hits one off the end of the bat to the second baseman, and Tipler throws on to Joslin for the out. So one pitch, one out. In that fifth inning, Fausto Lopez led off with a double, and then wild pitches got him to third and home. And we have a pinch hitter <coughs> for the Blue Raiders. Now for the Blue Raiders, it's, it's going to be 29. Chewy, Chewy Sanders, Sanders, Nathan's brother. So one Sanders replaces another. And this is his first Blue Raider at bat. So Chewy Sanders up there, swing and a miss. Took something off the pitcher did and had Chewy out in front. Right hand hitter and a one strike pitch is a called strike two. Chewie is a freshman. And from Smyrna, Tennessee. So two strikes on Sanders. Kyle Nunn. On in relief for Austin P. So a two strike pitch, a high bouncer to third. That is a fair ball. Throw to first, close, but out at first on a close play. It was a nice play, nice throw by the third baseman Avros as Chewy Sanders got down the line in a hurry, needed about another foot or two on that play. big bounce really to have amazing. beaten that out. Yeah, he
3: did, and but he, he made it a close play. I mean, quality first at bat.
1: Two outs quickly in the Blue Raider eighth inning. Mason Spears is the batter. 0 for 3, a strikeout, a couple of fly balls to center field. Blue Raider catcher stands in from the right side. Fouls went off the end of the bat for strike one. A Couple of ground outs have retired the first two Blue Raiders in the top of the eighth inning. Here's a one strike pitch and it's outside and high. Ball one, strike one. Bryce Simler is on deck. He went in in place of Hunter Sullivan in the bottom of the seventh. Pitch in the dirt, Spears lets it go by and two and one with Mason. 2-1 2-1 with Mason. Outfield deep and straightaway for him. 2-1 pitch. Looped over first, but into foul territory. Going to make the catch is the first baseman, Joslin. No 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 so the no Blue ben Raiders ben go ben, ben. one, two, three here in the top of the eighth inning.
2: And in the middle of the eighth, it's
1: the Blue Raiders four and Austin P two. This is Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
13: The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com
9: for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. The Doubletree by Hilton Murfreesboro is the perfect place for your next close-to-home getaway for a change of pace or to plan your next event for 2021. Located just off I-24, 30 miles south of Nashville and situated only minutes from Middle Tennessee State University. With Hilton's clean stay and event-ready initiatives in place, you can rest assured they're taking every precaution for you to have a safe and enjoyable stay. We'll make your stay an unforgettable experience. Don't forget the cookie.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: All right, bottom of the eighth inning, Austin P. comes to the plate against Austin Chile.
2: And government. it'll Flip be the top of the one, order. Gino,
1: Gino Avros, TJ Foreman, and then Jack Alexander. Avros has been a handful at the plate. He has two hits plus a walk and his three times up. Has scored a run. So Austin Cheely works and a ball pop foul back this way. Overhead for strike one. Justin Medlin started for the Blue Raiders, gave up two runs, only one earned on a couple of hits. Jaden Ham went three and two-third innings of no-run, two-hit baseball, and now Austin Cheely in his second inning, swing and a miss, good curveball, and 0-2, 4-2 in the bottom of the eighth inning. Avros up there, two strikes, Cheely with the pitch. Pop and out of play again. Somebody made made a play on the (laughs) bounce, Yeah, yeah. We heard it hit, and then all of a sudden. If you're in the stands,
3: that is the best way to make a play. It is. On the bounce.
1: So two strikes still on this hitter. Austin sat in a pitch, hit in the air to Right center field, Chewy Sanders is playing out there in place of his brother Nathan, takes a long run to his left and makes the catch. And for the first time, Avros has been retired in this game. There's an interesting article on Go Blue Raiders about Nathan and Chewy back before the season started and just what's it like to play on the same team. It's like we've been playing on the same team since we were little kids. So know, it's so
3: like every, it's just like, uh, it's what we do.
1: Yeah, they, and you, you could tell that they had really enjoyed and were look, that and we're looking forward to the experience uh, with the Blue Raiders. Swing and a miss by T.J. Foreman on a fastball from Chile. Foreman a walk in between two balls hit to right that have been caught. Fly ball and a soft liner. He hits with one out in the bottom of the eighth inning. A 4-2 Blue Raider lead. Ball bounced to third and it's a fair ball. Coker a quick throw to Thomas at first and two down. I'll tell you, Brett
3: Coker has made some plays tonight at third.
1: Yes, he has. In fact, uh, he's made
3: some tough plays look easy.
1: Yeah. And and have been like the last two balls have been fair by like six inches or a foot or something like that. And have to negotiate the base as you're coming in to make the play.
2: Harrison Brown.
1: So it looks like we're going to have a pinch hitter for Harrison Brown. Pinch hitting for the catcher, Jack Alexander. Brown bats from the left side. He's a freshman from Cambridge, Massachusetts. Takes, well, he tried to check his swing but was ruled not to. Pitch was a little outside and a strike on him.
3: Coach Jansen's been heading north to get some of these guys, hasn't he?
1: He sure has, and, of course, I wonder what the military connection might be, too, like mom or dad get stationed.
3: Speaking of, flying over right now.
1: One-strike pitch to this hitter. Oh, Cheely knocked it down. Self-defense, fires to first to get him at first base. Oh, my Self defense is a beautiful thing. Austin Shealy, a fine defensive play on a ball that almost cut him in half, and he kept it from doing so. And as a result, Austin P goes in order in the bottom of the 8th inning and we'll go to the ninth. the Blue Raiders have a 4-2 to two lead. This is Middle Tennessee Baseball on the, the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty,
3: Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine, plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your
12: best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip.
8: At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word, it's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthcare.com.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
1: All right, ninth inning is here. It sure would be nice to get some insurance.
3: It would. Lightning's Locker Room, powered by textbook brokers, is the place to get your Blue Raider gear. See the selection online at mtsugear.com or at our Greenland Drive location. Lightning's Locker Room, the official game day provider, powered by textbook brokers.
1: Kyle Nunn, a left-hander who got the Blue Raiders out in order in the eighth, continues to work for Austin P. And he has a new battery mate as Bryce Simler steps in for the first time tonight and takes a strike. The new catcher for Austin P. is Tyler Coto. He is a redshirt freshman from Goodyear, Arizona. One strike with Simler. Rice leading off the top of the ninth 4 two Blue Raiders. Outfield straight away, it's similar. Vincent, and Lopez, the scheduled hitters in this ninth inning. Ball hit in the air and a very shallow right. In fact, it was right at the back edge of the infield. It's the second baseman, Tipler, who makes the catch.
2: No, that is a right so a pop-out, and Simler is Lufland. retired.
3: Joslin dove out of the way at the last minute, and obviously some good communication from Tipler to let him know he was there.
1: And I, I think they're conversing now, and Jocelyn made a, a sign like, you know, I had a little trouble with that ball in the light. So good play by his second baseman, apparently. Here's Luke Vincent. They don't know that he might bunt because they're not playing in at first and third. He shows bunt and takes low for a ball. Well, we talk about it all the time, but Luke is is extremely fast. And he has bunted successfully with great frequency here in the early going. They play him back. First pitch of ball. Vincent went in to play right field in the bottom of the seventh. Well, shows bunt again, this one was over his head and two balls and no strikes. I say they don't know that he can bunt, why should they? They've never seen him play before. <laughs> we, last time the Blue Raiders played Austin P was in 2019.
3: Well, there are scouting reports that go around.
1: Here's a 2-0 delivery. That's outside, ball three and no strikes.
3: The third baseman Averros had moved up to the edge of the grass. Now at three and zero, oh, he backs up even with a bag.
1: So the left-hander, none ready to work. Three and oh to Luke Vinson. And looks in, looks in, and then backs up off the pitching rubber. Luke came in in the bottom of the seventh for Cole Escher. in the pitch. Ooh. Wow, that was a good looking pitch, Yeah. all four. That
3: one looked as good as...
1: The the strike three to Escher looked bad. Yeah,
3: (laughs) exactly.
1: Wow. So Lopez, Fausto Lopez the batter. Big one for four, he opened the fifth inning with a double and then on wild pitches came in to score. Going to third and then coming in from third. So Vincent at first with one out for Lopez. Jake Hagenow on deck. Pitch on the way to Lopez, it's in for a called, strike one. Blue Raiders have received five walks in this game. Blue Raider pitchers have walked three and we're in the top of the ninth, two-run ball game. Throw to first, Vincent on the lob throw from none is back in.
3: What do, I, what do I like about Austin Peay's uniforms tonight, Bob? They have the high socks. The prescribed uniform, as I like to call it.
1: Yes, yes. (laughs) That's like Valpo did that, too. Yeah. Here's a strike to Lopez. Austin P in home whites with the black socks, red letters and numbers, black hats. Blue Raiders in their gray with the royal blue numbers, letters, and the, the royal blue hats.
3: Yeah, those are the traditional road uniforms. Yes,
1: they are. Two strikes with Lopez. Another throw to first.
3: Back uh, in Coach John Stanford's era, he is the one who came up with this uniform style that has stuck around for so long—the uh, the whites and the grays, and uh, and the the number on the front is in red, which is they're just like the Dodgers uniforms.
1: Throw to first. Fortunately, a high throw, because a pretty good move this time. Vincent had a big lead, dives back in.
3: Yeah, I think a, a, a good throw there might have gotten him.
1: That would have made it interesting, sure. Umpire always is glad they don't have to make calls like that, I, th- <laughs> I think. I, I, that's, that's a very, very hard call <laughs> to make. Two strikes with Fausto Lopez. Runner goes, the pitch, swing, and a foul. It's going to get over near and go out of play. Decent amount of room in foul territory from the bases in. Not a lot down the lines in right or left. I was telling Chip before the game we're going to FedEx Park in Memphis where there's about an acre and a half of foul territory down each line. <laughs> So Vincent at first, back in to first after the foul ball and the count holding at strike two with Fausto. Right hand batter waits for a pitch from the left-hander. And he sends this one in the air to center field. Moving to his left is the center fielder Foreman. He'll come in a step and make the catch for the out.
3: That was another one that Got above the lights, disappeared for a few seconds.
1: So Jake Haganow is the batter. Jake has a home run in three at bats plus a walk. Home run in the third inning.
3: He's D tonight, but his uniform is dirtier than if he was catching.
1: That's because he <laughs> remember he stole a base or tried to steal a base and was out uh, on a head first slide at second. But yeah, it's. He uh, will need the uh, help of the laundry after after tonight's game. Vincent is going. The pitch is a ball, the throw with Luke. No chance to get him at second base. Six stolen bases for Vincent on the year.
3: Two things there, great jump and an off-speed pitch, and that meant no chance to get Luke Vincent.
1: So Jake Hagenow, a two out opportunity now to add, and you would like to be able to do this, add to that lead. Jake stands in, a ball and no strikes. Breaking ball. Called the ball and they said he did not uh, go around. I agree with the, he didn't, he did check his swing. 4-2 game, Blue Raiders in the top of the ninth. Two balls and no strikes. Pitch to Hagenau. Inside, it gets away. Vincent quickly goes to third and is in there safely. Heads up, base running. Boy, he just took off really fast. And so three and zero with Hagenau. On deck is Brett Coker. Luke reaching on the one out walk, and now he is at third base with two outs. See what Jake does here. Three and zero. Takes a strike and three and one. Nice. Off speed pitch on the outside corner and a good pitch too. Let go by when you've got some strikes to take. Three and one now. Runner at third, Luke Vinson. Three one pitch. Hagenau slams one to deep center field. It's gonna stay in the ballpark on the warning track is the center fielder Foreman and that will retire the side. Jake just didn't get quite enough or quite up in front of it. A long fly ball out ends the top of the night. No runs or hits, a walk and one left for the Blue Raiders. And we will go to the bottom of the ninth inning. It's the Blue Raiders four and Austin P two. This is Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
16: This football season,
7: prepare your taste buds for the most iconic sports-watching drink of all time, Pepsi. With refreshing deliciousness specially formulated to keep your eye on the ball and mouthwatering fizziness to help you power through game day, Pepsi has everything you need to start strong.
8: I used to care when Mike cheered so hard he spilled nacho cheese on my carpet. But thanks to Pepsi, even Mike can't ruin my football party. (sighs)
7: So this football season, make Pepsi your go-to game day drink because it's the only drink made for football watching. Pepsi, that's what I like.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: Well, the new pitcher for the Blue Raiders here in the bottom of the ninth is the freshman, Eric Swan. He replaces Austin Cheeley. Austin, two innings of no run, no hit baseball with a strikeout. And so Eric comes in from Oakland High School in Murfreesboro.
2: Leading off for the Governors in the U.S. Bank, ninth All right, so three, bottom of the ninth, 4 Bobby 2 Blue Raiders.
1: Head. The four, five, and six hitters do up. For Austin P., the batter leading off is the shortstop, Bobby Head. It's reached on an air, grounded out, and hit a fly ball out. Bats from the right side. First pitch, swing, and a foul. Eric Swan, 6 6. Preceded by 6'8 Austin Cheeley.
3: Part of the Triple Towers. Braden siren at
1: 6'11. Swan with a pitch that bounces and it goes back. Ball one, strike one. Yeah, I remember Braden, that first the game that Braden pitched in. <laughs> It was uh, pretty impressive. 1-1 pitch, up and in, ball two and strike one. I'll tell you, Swan is letting it fly. Got a lot of zip on his fastball. So he faces the leadoff hitter, two balls and a strike here in the bottom of the ninth inning. 2-1 pitch, that's inside, ball three and strike one. On that two-run lead, you put somebody on base and guess who's up at the plate? Actually not so much who, but what. Somebody representing that tying run. Three and one, ball hit first. Foul by first and out of play. Bryson Thomas uh, run over there, but it ended up being out of play. The Raiders have action, a left-hander and a right-hander in the bullpen. So a full count on the leadoff batter. Swan delivers and the ground ball to first. Thomas has it, goes to Swan covering and out at first base. Nice play by the combination of Thomas and Swan.
3: Made it close, but, it, uh, 20, but they made the play.
1: Delance. Bryson had to go about well, 10 feet, I would say, to his right. And the ball seemed to handcuff him a little bit. It skipped a funny hop. He handled that very well. And Eric Swan did what pitchers are supposed to do there. Don't be a spectator, get over to first. And he did a nice job on his hand. So the leadoff batter is retired. Here's Ty Delancey. And he hammers one into deep right center field. That's going to one hop the fence. And Delancey will cruise into second base with a double. Boy, he hopped all over that pitch. Did he ever. Tomahawk that thing into right center.
3: And you could tell the second that it came off the bat, they were not going to yeah. be able to get it.
1: Fortunately, it didn't have enough height to get out of the park. Probably had a lot of topspin as well. But a line drive double to right center field has a runner at second with one out. And the batter is the second baseman, Malcolm Tipler. He takes a fast ball, it's high and outside, ball one and no strikes.
3: That one sailed on him a little bit.
1: So in the Blue Raider bullpen, Adam Link and David Zaz. Eric Swan on the hill. Freshman looks at second, 1-0 pitch. A ball low, two balls and no strikes. been four to two for since the top of the fifth inning and Austin P with a threat going in the ninth a strike called on the 2 202 and one so the time run at the plate here in the ninth and Tipler is from Jackson Tennessee was hit by a pitch his first time up. pitch outside, ball three in strike one. Up next will be the first baseman, Matt Joslin. Governors with some activity on the bases. A runner at second, one out in the ninth inning. 3-1 with this batter, 3-1 pitch. Ball bounced, foul, and it'll hit the top of the first base dugout where the Blue Raiders are and go back out of play. So three balls and two strikes. Lead off batter retired on a ground ball. The next hitter has doubled. And now it's Tipler, three balls and two strikes. Ground ball, base hit into right field. They're gonna hold a runner at third with the score as it is, but it's first and third and still only one out. So a couple of base hits and it will bring up the first baseman, Matt Joslin. Matt Joslin. So a little more excitement than I frankly like right here in the bottom of the ninth. Exactly.
3: The Raiders have turned two double plays tonight. Three would be good. Three would be a nice round number.
1: Fastball. Ball one. Boy,
2: and Ma- oh.
1: Ma- Ma- Mason Spears' reaction, Eric Swann's reaction. Oh, now somebody's getting warned. The Blue Raider dugout.
3: He was questioned on that uh, on that ball strike call.
1: Well, you know what I always say, and I tell myself <laughs> this when when things I don't do something right and somebody complains. Yeah. Get it right the next time and they won't That's complain. That's right. So it's one and oh. Ooh, almost a wild pitch. Nice play by Mason Spears. Two balls and no strikes. So coach Toman, coach Bunn given Eric Swan an opportunity to work uh, himself out of a jam here in a tight situation in a close game. A high bouncer foul at third, two and one. Jocelyn beat that one in the ground and foul up along the third baseline. Double and a single, and runners at first and third with one out in the bottom of the ninth inning. The right-hander, Swan, works. Here's his pitch in the dirt. Runner at second is going to, or runner at first is going to go to second. That's a big, wild pitch.
3: Yeah, takes the double play out or a chance at it. Now you're in a deeper hole.
1: Now you get the same kind of hit that uh, Tipler did. They're not going to hold that runner at third, and it's a tie ball game. That's correct. So it's three and one. Swan's pitch, swing and a miss for strike two. Good fastball from the freshman, Eric Swan. Full count on Matt Joslin, the first baseman. Three, two, pitch, ball four. And the bases are loaded with only one out.
2: For the the designated hitter. Number 44.
6: And
1: it brings Reed. up the designated hitter, Reed Brown, who is one for three in this game.
2: Here comes Kyle Bunn.
1: Coach Bunn making his way to the mound. and we'll see how this will go here lead off batter was retired and since then a double single and a walk and Austin P is in business in the bottom of the ninth in a two run game right now no signal to the bullpen so oh, the
3: first base umpire he ran over there to the bullpen fence like now they are going to call for the left hander yeah
1: So a pitching change for the Blue Raiders in the ninth inning. And with a pitching change, we'll step away. Austin P has the Blue Raiders in a pack of trouble here. Bases loaded, only one out. Blue Raiders have a 4-2 lead as David Zaz comes in. We'll be back after we take this break. This is Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
5: Grandison Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services, don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Granis and Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com.
8: At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports.
1: The new pitcher for the Blue Raiders is David Zaz, and he inherits a bases-loaded, one-out situation in the bottom of the ninth inning. Eric Swan, a third of an inning, two hits and a walk and responsible for the three base runners on the bases. So Zaz will replace him. And he's scheduled to face the designated hitter, Reed Brown.
3: Zaz making his seventh appearance. He's two and zero, two point six one 2.61 ERA, 10 and a third innings. He's given up 13 hits. Four runs, three earned. He's walked
1: two and struck out 13. So Zaz comes in and we'll see how she goes. Wow. Kind of like I said, I like a little, I like those one, two, three bottom of the nights when you're ahead. So here is Reed Brown. Bats from the right side. Brown a single and three at bats.
2: He is a
1: freshman. So bases full of governors in the bottom of the ninth with one out. Zaz ready in David's first pitch. Fastball, strike in the inside corner. David from Dunlop, Illinois, right outside of Peoria. He's working with a one strike count from the stretch. Here's his pitch. Bounced foul along the third base side. Strike two. On deck is the right fielder, Skyler Luna. With one out, a double single, and a walk, have him loaded. Two strikes, the count. Here's the pitch and strike three call. Zaz froze him with the breaking ball. And that's a big, big second out. And now
2: it's a battle of
1: Skyler Luna, Luna, the right fielder, and David Zaz, the Blue Raider pitcher. Luna 0 for 2 and a hit by pitch. Bases loaded with governors and two outs now in the ninth inning. Zaz delivers inside for a ball. Outfield deep for this hitter. With two outs, just about any kind of hit that leaves the infield would at least tie the game. 1-0, here's the pitch. Line drive to left and caught by Bryce Simler and that's the ball game. Nice catch out there, freshman. Wow, that ball was a sinking line drive and Simler comes in, dives, and makes the play. Boy, that's a way to end a game. Wow. Well, when it ends like that, the excitement kind of makes it worth it, I guess, when it's all said and done. No runs, two hits, no errors, three left in the bottom of the ninth inning for Austin P. And so this game goes to the Blue Raiders by a score of four to two. We'll be back to tell you all about it coming up next on our Blue Raider post game show. You're listening to MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Middle
3: Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders.
13: The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post.
11: Hey Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656 or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go blue and I'll see you at the game.
13: On the Blue Raider Network, from Learfield
0: IMG College, this has been Blue Raider Baseball, brought to you by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. And by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of bunny, sunbeam, and healthy life breads. Welcome to the Blue Raider Post Game Show.
1: Welcome back to the ballpark. This is Bob Jamison with Chip Walters. Glad you could join us for this. Kind of an exciting bottom of the ninth. A little bit tense, but uh, with the bases loaded and one out, David coming came in, got a strikeout, and then gave up a line drive to left, but a diving catch by Bryce Simler, and that's the way it ended with the Blue Raiders maintaining that 4-2 to two lead.
3: Yeah, it was, you know, good performance. Game had good pace tonight, uh, middle never lost the lead they 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 got out in front had three home runs tonight showed some power and uh and showed some depth in that pitching staff tonight
1: and th- you knew this was a game where coach toman would go to the bullpen and and use people and, and he did they, they they did very well justin medlin started went two and a third one earned run two runs overall Jaden ham two inning or three and two-thirds innings rather no run two hit baseball austin Cheeley. A couple of innings, no runs or hits. Eric Swan, a uh, third of an inning in the ninth, couple of hits and a walk, but no damage because David Zaz came in and retired the two batters he faced. Lou Raiders got the game's first run on a JT Mabry home run in the second inning. So they led 1-0. In the bottom of that inning, Austin Pease scored an unearned run to tie things, but a key play in that inning was the last out because... Cole Escher in right nailed a runner at the plate for the final out of that inning. A, a run that had it scored would have put the...
3: And that was Tipler that he threw out.
1: Yeah, Austin Yeah, Austin P ahead, but he did not. Or it did not. Then in the third inning, the Blue Raiders got solo homers from Hunter Sullivan and Jake Hagenow and went ahead by a three-to-one score. And then on three walks, gave one of those runs back in the third inning to bottom of the third to Austin P. So it was 3-2 Blue Raiders after three. And the only other run that would score in the rest of the way came in the Blue Raider half of the fifth inning. Fausto Lopez led off with a double, was wild pitched to third, and then promptly wild pitched home. That put the Blue Raiders ahead 4-2. And that is the way it ended. But again, Austin P. loading the bases with one out in the ninth inning but David Zaz with Bryce Simler's assistance got the job done and the Blue Raiders get the win.
2: Yeah,
3: really nice victory. Start out nine straight on the road, get your 10th win on March 15th through March 16th. And, uh, you know, this is a great way to start it off. You, you've now won, uh, what, three of your last five uh, after the weekend. So, you know, and again, we, we saw Coach Toman and the staff put players in positions tonight in some pressure positions. Uh, and, and, and you're going to want to know how they're going to react when conference play starts uh, in about 10 days when the Raiders travel to UAB and uh, and, and, and you got the, the biggest word on a coaching staff and a pitching staff in particular is trust. Who can I trust to put out there in these situations? and Kyle Bunn and coach Toman, they're, they're learning who they can trust, and right now we're seeing this is a pretty deep uh, ball club.
1: It, it, it has been, and of course the thing that we've seen consistently um, is apparent again uh, tonight uh, is the pitching staff has been just solid, Yeah, just very solid. There have been a few innings here and there, but uh, you know, you played 15 games, you're not going to be uh, lights out perfect all the time, and so... A uh, very good win for the Blue Raiders, and, and as you say, Chip, it gets them set for a big series at Memphis over the weekend. Uh, then we'll be followed by a series to open conference play the following weekend at UAB. So good night for the Blue Raiders, a 4-2 to two victory, and we'll be back with the final numbers on this one to look into those right after we take this final break. This is Middle Tennessee baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
7: Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinner bait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play Big Buck Hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew.
10: Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. Doubletree by
9: Hilton Murphy's Burroughs Heated Indoor Outdoor Pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and AV equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous
14: warm Doubletree cookie welcome? Try Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU Baseball. Get started online at trygreen.com. Try Green Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics.
5: Go Blue! Grannis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services, don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com.
0: News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports.
1: And welcome back to the ballpark for two Blue Raiders. Victory at Austin P and it's time to go inside the final numbers of tonight's game. Brought to you by Grannis and Associates certified public accountants. They specialize in business, personal accounting, and tax services. Grannis and Associates, 615-895-1040 and online at gcpas.com. Well, the Blue Raiders win it by the 4 to 2 score. It was four runs, seven hits, one error and eight left on base for the Blue Ruddy Raiders. For Austin P, it was two runs, six hits, two errors and they stranded seven. Winning pitcher is Jaden Ham. He is 1 and 0. The loss goes to Nolan Shoney, and for him, he is now 0-2. David Zaz picks up the save, and it's his second. Time of the game was 2 hours and 46 minutes, and it goes to the Blue Raiders by the 4-2 score. And, Chip, thanks for the, sh- the driving and the sitting in. <laughs> it's very much appreciated. Uh,
3: not a problem, and uh, fun to see the Raiders go on the road and get a win. And, uh, and again, hope this is uh, just kind of kicks off this nine-game road swing in a very good way.
1: And we'll look forward to talking with you next on Friday night. Blue Raiders will be in Memphis to play the Tigers Friday night at 6. Doubleheaders starting at noon on Saturday and then a single game to close it out Sunday, and that also starts at noon. But that'll do it from the ballpark tonight for Chip Walters and our studio engineer, Jake Wallman. This is Bob Jamison. Thank you for joining us for this Blue Raiders 4-2 victory. And we will tell you, you've been listening to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
0: This has been Blue Raider Baseball, brought to you by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of bunny, sunbeam, and healthy life breads. And by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Blue Raider Network.